Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back for another Astro Alert. Who's ready for an Astro Alert this week? I know today we started out with a Libra moon, and it was opposite Jupiter, trine Mars, and conjoined Mercury. So we were definitely looking for the right words, to say the least. I want to remind everyone to follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen, 1C across the board. On Twitter, I have... I put an underscore, however, I really just do, I never use Twitter. I just post things to like, to make a saying and then repost it on my other social media. You definitely want to talk, check out TikTok though, because that is where I post the most videos during the week. I have just been posting, you know, I do this episode, I sit down, I spend a few hours really thinking, contemplating how the transits are going to happen this week. And then I talk about it. However, during the week as I'm living it, as I'm driving, as I'm at work, other things pop into my head that I want to share about the astrology transit. So I go on to TikTok and that's where I focus most of my astrology content. I've been putting a little bit less on Instagram. I've, I don't know what, I've just been bored with Instagram, I think. If you remember, I guess it was two weeks ago, I did just sort of a random social media um, uh, ending, you know, for a couple days, it just hits me when I feel like not getting on social media anymore. One day I just wake up and I don't want to do it. And I've been feeling that way with Instagram. I don't know what it, what, what it is. However, I have had it for 10 years, which is crazy to think. And I have had Facebook for, I think 15 years now. Uh, yeah, it's been about 15, 16 years now. That is a long effing time. It's crazy. Facebook keeps you there though. Listen, this is how they found a way to keep us there. We upload things and especially videos. We can screenshot the pictures. However, videos, I don't know when they stop, but I noticed a few years ago, you cannot save the the video from Facebook onto your phone or computer. If I'm wrong, if there's another way, let me know. On the stories, it lets you, which I was very happy about, it lets you save stories when it shows you like stories you had posted in memories. It lets you save those, but actual videos, it will not let you save. Plus, I like seeing the memories. I'm like, that is why I now have Facebook, and I think that's why us millennials plus older still have Facebook. But... Anyways, I went off that whole social media spiel, I guess. That's Mercury and the Moon and Libra over talking (laughs) about my decisions. That's what they do. Anyway, (sighs) what did today feel like? Well, as I told you guys, my kids started their first day back to school and everything went very, very well with the first day back to school in Libra. Um... You know, Abram's got the Libra moon, so with Mercury there, we actually had a really good day. Last night was not so good, and I felt guilty. I kind of just, like, lost my shit on him. He was just, you know, one of those days where the kids are not listening, night before school, and I lost my shit. And today, I was like, okay, I have to find the balance. I got to find the other side of this, and I need to figure out how to um, practice total compassion with these two little boys who are extremely active. So I like went the whole other side with this Libra moon today and I figured out how to correct it or at least uh, put the pendulum on the other side of of last night and have a good night where we talk things through 
and we talked about things and again very Libra moon so today you might have found yourself either stressing about perfection or really having a deep conversation with a friend um re you know relaxing but feeling like something isn't done or isn't finished and able to express yourself especially if you didn't last night and we're going to be feeling these vibes tomorrow as well there might also be a time where we don't want to speak up we don't want you know we we need to speak up but we have trouble speaking up or we're in a little conflict and we want to avoid that we can feel that today into tomorrow now what do we have going on for the rest of the week? This is a little bit of a quieter week, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Saturn-Uranus square. And I also want to remind everyone, I totally, or not remind you, I just want to let everyone know, forgot to talk about the Virgo new moon last week. And I and I am a Virgo moon. It happened in my first house. I don't know how I forgot. I know the big transits, right, that are happening all year. Those things are stayed, you know, they're staying in my mind. But there's so much information. I don't like to get things too clogged up that, you know, during the week, the week ahead, week or two, I really write down the transits. And, you know, things like full and new moon, they happen so often. Sometimes I guess it just slipped my mind to even think about it. You know, I know, you know, every two weeks, one of them are happening. And I think I was like, so caught up on the Uranus retrograde. Now, with Uranus retrograde, how is everyone feeling? Are we having a lot of out of the blue changes, a lot of out of the blue shifts? Because I know for me, when it went retrograde, and pretty much started the squares between Saturn and Venus, Thursday at the salon was crazy. It was like, just like, out of the blue missed appointments you know stuff that was our fault at the salon a lot of crazy cancellations again it's happening in Taurus so things in the beauty industry or the restaurant industry a lot of sudden changes or shifts there or a little, little twist of fate now we're still in it and we're going to be feeling it this next week or so. One of the things I want to bring up is how this can sometimes show up small in your chart when you know these transits do bring big bring big things however it depends on where it's happening in your chart so it brings big things and sometimes throughout our life it brings big things and it always or it's supposed to bring big things but it brings smaller things so when we talk about these big transits sometimes yes it can show up really big but other times it can kind of show up smaller and more simple and not as scary or as hyped up as we put it to ourselves. So for me, there's a couple ways. I already told you guys at work, it was like Thursday, Friday, a little bit Saturday, mostly Thursday and Friday. My schedule was just all wonky. Very sudden changes, sudden shifts, out of the blue. People couldn't make it. Appointment times were messed up. And I've learned how to just go with the flow and fight off resistance. I can't change it, but my resistance towards it or my annoyance towards it just makes it 10 times worse so for the most part I try to let it go I'm not perfect but I try now on Saturday after work I had plans to go out with my man the Capricorn moon and some friends of his that he met through working for them and we were excited going out, everything. And then all of a sudden, 20 minutes before we left, they had an emergency with their child and they had to cancel. And I was like, wow, 
again, out of the blue, Uranus retrograde, we in Taurus, we had plans squaring, you know, in a squaring Venus, we had these plans, getting ready to go out, and then boom, 20 minutes before the plans, they had a sudden emergency and could not come out. I hope every, everything turned out okay, and I'm so happy for that. And you know what? The Capricorn Moon and I, we just sort of said, oh, well, you know, that's what's great about him. With all of our Gemini placements, we don't really get mad and we just like let things unfold. So dinner changed and we just went by ourselves and wished them the best. And we ended up going for a nice walk and and just surrendering. And if we surrender what's unfolding in front of us, it makes things easier and we just won't with it because we can't change when out of the blue things happen, which is what Uranus brings in this Saturn, you know, dynamic when it brings those canceled on the blue changes or shifts, even if it's just our evening, right? We, we learn to master the patience in the small, and that's how we learn to have the patience in the big. So we mastered the patience of just being like, oh, well, you know, glad it's okay. We weren't even disappointed. You know, I mean, yes, we wanted to be with them, but we just sort of both kind of like, all right, you know, he, again, he's so, he matches me on that level. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. What's next? And when you've learned to master that, then when something big out of the blue comes and really shifts, it's not shifting your dinner plans, but maybe it's shifting the way you live, how you drive, relationships, friendships. You learn to take that small ability to shift and just let go and let it free into a big situation. And so if we master these small changes we master these small times when things don't go our way or we're really inconvenienced we then are growing that same power and then it becomes a superpower when life throws you really 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 big curveballs which uranus can definitely still bring so for me so far it showed up pretty small We'll see how the rest of the week into next week goes. We'll be doing this dance. I got to see exactly, but at least a definitely another week and a half, possibly even two weeks. But we're still not even out of it then because, again, Saturn moves direct and we'll hit it again when that happens, I think, in 2023. So... Anyways, last week on the moon, I wanted to also say it was so a little spicy, but in like the best ways, you know, with the Virgo energy, it's always like I can be uh, concisive, B-I-T-C-H, and know exactly how to say it, but say it with this like strong, sexy power. And that's like a very full Virgo energy. And I know for me, that is how it showed up a little bit. I was a little bit spicy uh, Friday night, Saturday night during the day. And I just like felt kind of like a bad bitch with confidence and extra spice. And I wasn't afraid to tell you how it was in a very realistic, calm, aware sort of manner, which again is Virgo vibes. Nothing too big. It's happening in mutable signs. So when we have these moons and mutable signs, Anything that happens, like like we could have had a fight with a friend or you could have taken that attitude a little bit further, it won't last. It will detach very easy. You're going to get over it very easy or the consequences won't be long or the shifts of it won't be long because it's happening in the mutable sign. So what else do I want to talk about? Um, we still have a lot going on. Oh, yeah. So the end of the week, again, this week, I think I said last 
uh, the week before wasn't too much, but this week is actually quite a calm week. We really don't have a lot going on this week. I know I say that, guys, and you're like, what? No way. It keeps showing up in my life, Colleen, but this week we honestly don't have a ton going on, really, until next week when Venus moves into Virgo. At the end of the week, we have on Friday... First on the first, Mars is going to sextile Jupiter, so we're going to have a little... And, you know, Jupiter is in its home sign, and Jupiter's retrograde. So we're going to have a little bit of a jump start to some sort of self-growth, self-awareness, some sort of lucky abundance, you know, is going to come on really strong and really fast. We're going to be more alert, and we're going to want to to start something new with a really, really, really big way. (laughs) We're just going to feel like, ready, let's do it. Or it might bring up some quick shadows that we really see, but like we instantly are ready to turn it over and surrender it and learn from it. So that's going to show up. And then, which is good, on the second, we have Mercury opposite Jupiter. So it's good we're getting those ducks lined up. I'm interested to see how it goes with that because on the other side of the coin this weekend might also then lead into having a really, really big emotions. You know, maybe if there's something that you had held in, you know, again, very Libra, they hate confrontation, they like to avoid it, and then all of a sudden they explode, right? Because they push out their own joys, happiness, and to just define peace or things that they're not okay with to just keep the peace. So there can be a sense of something you've been holding back that you haven't wanted to say, that you hadn't wanted to release, will all of a sudden come, and Jupiter and Aries, it's going to come fast. It is going to come fast, that I can promise you, and and strong. And also, you might feel overwhelmed with, with not having balance. Maybe all of a sudden, you're being pulled in so many directions, and you don't know which way to go, so you become overwhelmed with that. Those are two of the ways that this is going to show up this week. I'm curious, too, if you guys leave a comment or a message. Um, sorry, I'm taking a note. Leave a comment or a message or send me a message if you have any other stories about how that showed up or how Uranus retrograde is showing up with the square to Saturn. Let me know, and let me know if I can share it on the show because you know I'd love to do that. What else? That's a, that's really at the end of the week. And then next week, Venus moves into Virgo where it's actually – It's debilitated. It's not happy in Virgo. Or I hate to say not happy because it is happy. You know, people with Venus and Virgo, which is like Remy, you say that. They They have a little bit of a darker sense of happiness. However... Venus Virgo is, it's just not working at its highest, um, realm. You know, when Venus moves into the temple, into the sign of Virgo, it is now in Mercury's temple. And it acts by Mercury, but uh, but for for some reason right there, whether it's because the Virgo energy just takes over and overthinks the joy of Venus, it is debilitated. It's in its fall there. It is um, the one of the ways it might show up being in its fall is through tending to prioritize work over pleasure. Maybe that's really what you see this weekend with Libra, how you can create balance is you realize that you're putting so much work in and not a lot of pleasure. Or on the other coin, you're too much pleasure and not enough work, not enough joy. You're not doing all those things. So, you know, we had a summer of fun and pleasure and now it's time to work. 
And if you worked all summer and didn't enjoy, maybe it's time to find some joy and, and pleasure there. This can be a time where we overanalyze our relationships, friendships, the people. I think that's it, too, one of the reasons why it's in there. Venus is fun. It's loving. It wants to enjoy. It wants to embrace. It wants to have fun and just free and free and let free. Where Virgo is always striving for what's next and the best and particularly the best mentally. And so a lot of that comes with some discipline, some rules, restrictions, or a lot of self-analyzing. So Venus can't necessarily be off having fun herself without thinking why she wants to have fun. Who does she want to have fun with? What does that mean about her and her child? Is she really showing emotions? Were they showing emotions? What kind of body language did they use? Trust me, with the, Vir with the Virgo rising and the Virgo moon, that is me and that's very Vir Virgo so it's too analytical Venus can't be free there it's saying let me go let me be free it is all over the place so I'll talk a little bit more next week I'll probably drop next week's episode Tuesday or Wednesday I'm going camping taking the kids camping I got it I got a cabin. They said they wanted to go camping. I got a cabin, of course. I'm not good at setting up all those tense things, even though I grew up in the woods. I'm not good at that. So that's really all I have for this week, guys. Not a ten. Oh, I know how I want to finish this episode, though. So I got Liz Green's book, Saturn, A New Look at an Old Devil. I have learned to love Saturn, to appreciate Saturn, to understand Saturn, but I want to understand it in a more depth level. And the other ways that Saturn is connected to us besides death and karma, right? Because that sounds that makes it Saturn sound so scary. And part of Saturn is very scary, but a lot of part of it isn't. There's a huge part of rewards and blessings. So I want to share. I'm, in the, I'm really at the beginning, but already things are grabbing me, and I just want to share this with you guys. The frustrating experiences which are connected with Saturn are obviously necessary as they are educational and a practical in a practical as well as a psychological sense. Whether we use psychological or esoteric terminology, the basic fact remains the same. Human beings do not earn free will except through self-discovery. And they do not attempt self-discovery until things become so painful that they have no other choice. Although few astrologers would consider Saturn a very close, cheerful bedfellow, the necessary actions of Saturnine experience is grudgingly um, recognized. That there can be joy in this kind of experience is not usually is usually not so easily recognized. Anyone who enjoys his pain is considered to be a misogynist. Uh, masochist, sorry. What, M-A-S? Yeah, masochist. However, it is... It is not enjoyment of pain which Saturn fosters, but rather the um, excitement of psychological freedom. Uh, this is not often recognized because not many people have experienced it. So this is what I'm always trying to tell you about Saturn. We have to get through that pain. We have to sit there and do different things each time. We have to sit and somehow find the blessings and the beauty and the pain. And then... Then comes the real freedom, like it's saying, psychological freedom. So Saturn's karma is here, right, to we can gain our free will. We can change our will that we come in here with, our karma, our family's karma, but only through self-discovery, which Saturn brings through the lessons of people, situations, places, things, 
If you want to know how that's playing out in your chart, you definitely want to go to where Saturn is, as well as Capricorn and Aquarius. So I'm going to read a little bit more tonight and then go to sleep. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. Thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to leave a comment or an email about how any of these transits are showing up. And maybe I can share them on the show. I uh, love you all. Goodbye. Thank you.